everybody and welcome to the latest episode in our Enterprise Agility podcast series. Uh, I am Andy Jordan, as you probably know by now, um, and I wanted to talk this week about this idea of the business-focused PMO and how that supports the concept of Enterprise Agility. And the reason why I wanted to do that is because Doug Page, who uh, I've had on this podcast before, Jim Tish, who I've had on this podcast before, and myself are presenting a webinar on this topic on August the 5th. Um, so please register for that, and uh, there'll be a, a link in the description for, for the podcast so you can uh, register for the webinar. But in pre preparing my material for this, I thought, you know, I need to make sure that we're really presenting leading-edge thinking on this. And I've got my own ideas, obviously, but I wanted to bring back Mark Perry because Mark is literally the, the man who wrote the book on, uh, on business-driven PMOs, uh, so very tied into this concept. He's been living in this world for uh, well over a decade now. So I wanted to have a conversation with him to make sure that the material I was presenting was sort of aligned with, with his thinking and, and making sure that we're bouncing ideas off one another. And I thought rather than just pick up the phone and call him in Florida, why don't I have him on this podcast and we can all benefit from, uh, from that uh, experience. So Mark, I'm doing this presentation on the Business Focus PMO. What do you think are, are the key elements of that business focused PMO? What are the key things that, that organizations need to think about to ensure that, uh, that their enterprise agility is being supported by their PMO? That, that's a fantastic question. Um, but before I get into that question, I would like to commend you on what you just said earlier about business-focused PMOs supporting enterprise agility. In fact, I often see that when you peel back the onion just a little bit, you see that enterprise agility is often a function of business-driven PMO. Mm. And that ties directly into your question in terms of what are the core functions of the business-driven PMO and what's it all about. And, and at a high level, Andy, I, I see what differentiates the business-driven or business-focused PMOs from other kinds of PMOs is they really start from the get-go in terms of what is the why, what is the outcome. So it's no longer good enough just to focus on outputs or what we do as a PMO, but we need to really focus on the why and not just in terms of a well-intended effort of why, but in terms of a well-documented, well-codified why in terms of how we work with the leadership team to first cast the business issues and challenges from which a PMO can serve. And then based upon those, we can establish a strategy and set of tactics by way of people, processes, and tools, organization, planning, and the things needed to achieve the outcome. I know that sounds really, really basic, but it's almost as if for 20 years, PMOs have been focused on what, uh, as opposed to what they should be doing. And ironically, though many organizations within a large company or even a small company have changed over the last 10, 15, 20 years, surprisingly, a lot of PMOs haven't. So the business-focused PMO really represents a departure from the traditional PMO where we're focused on, well, we're just going to manage whatever projects come our way, and toward that aim, let's have some good tools and processes. Uh, you know, so, so that's kind of been the way it's been for a very long time. 
and, and now more and more organizations are stepping back, some because of a loss of the support, but others for business reasons to saying we, we need more from our PMOs. And, and that's sort of the starting point of the business-focused PMO is that we first establish the ends to be achieved, and then, and only then, we go in deeply and wide, up and out, on the means to the ends. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So the implication there is that, that the PMO has to become much more strategic. It has to become much more capable of supporting this concept of enterprise agility because it's not just taking its marching orders and then executing in, in a way that is effective and efficient. It's actually challenging and saying, hey, are we actually making the right investments here? Are we doing the right things or do we need to, to adjust and pivot with what we're doing? It becomes a much more critical partner in the success of the business. Yeah, I like to give the example, uh, and I hope this is entertaining as well as informative. You know, how many times have you heard where an organization is going to go agile, and so they get the books, tell the people, read the books, now we're agile. And it just doesn't work that way. And, and I think my best example of enterprise agility is the Mongolian Empire. You know, if you think just a moment, what does the Mongolian Empire have to do with enterprise agility? Well, it actually has quite a lot to do with agility, and a lot of lessons can be learned from it. Many people quickly think of the Mongolian Empire as, well, they're just these agile warriors. They're fast and they're effective, and they create panic and fear, and they beat all their enemies. But that was the environment that was created, but that's not exactly how it happened. You know, the Mongolian Empire really pioneered organization planning processes and tools to create an environment for agility and execution. So organization, every 10 soldiers had a leader, every 10 leaders had a commander, every 10 commanders had a general. They broke up the tribal groups of, you know, one leader of a tribe has his people, another leader of a tribe has his people, because it wasn't effective. Planning, they had multi-year war campaigns, battle tactics, but most importantly, they had these tools that they used along with the battle tactics, namely bows and arrows that could shoot 350 yards, not just 150 as was their competitors, or 250 in case of the longbows. And then they had very, very fast, agile horses that were faster than their competitors. But not only that, every soldier would have four, every soldier would have four horses. So when they're retreating or attacking, the soldier would ride one horse very, very fast, then get on another one, letting that horse rest, etc. And they could cover 250 miles a day, a feat that was not matched for 800 years until the Pony Express came around. And then, of course, their processes and communications were incredible. They found out that through their continuous improvement and continual feedback uh, based upon what was going on in their various conflicts and wars, when they would attack an enemy, they found out that if they attack a well-established enemy, they suffer casualties. But if they can get the enemy to break the formation, they can easily deal with them. So they would do an attack and then pretend to retreat, a faint retreat, faint as in F-E-I-N-T, not F-A-I-N-T. And when the attackers would pretend to retreat, the enemy would give chase, and then they'd set up an ambush. And that was tremendously effective. But then they learned when they did that ambush, the people they were trying to attack would form and establish a group, and then they'd go back to a difficult fight of how do we now combat that. So then they decided that what we ought to do is 
we will ambush them, but we'll leave an out. We will not form a circle around them, but we'll form an open circle around them where almost all of the circle is closed, but we'll leave an opening for them to escape. And when they run through that escape opening, we'll have a second ambush. So make a long story short, people think of the Mongolians as being these agile, fast, um, highly effective warriors, and that was true in terms of execution, but it was actually a lot of organization, planning, better tools, and effective processes to support the objective they're trying to get behind that created the environment of agile and execution. And I think that's a really good way of thinking about businesses today is that you don't read a book and become agile. You have to create the environment where you can transform the organization into an agile organization and substantiate that change and sustain that change. Mm. That's kind of long-winded. I hope it was enjoyable for you to hear about the Mongolian Empire, but that's kind of my views on how you get to enterprise agility. You don't get to agility just by in, in using, adopting agile techniques. I mean, yes, you do that, but you get to enterprise agility for planning for the environment from which you can achieve agility and execution. Which ties in really well with this whole idea of empowered project teams now, which obviously started with agile project delivery, but it's being embraced across organizations as they recognize that there's that need to change quickly and you need to empower your teams to do that. But you can't just say, okay, project manager, team members, you're now empowered. You've got to create an environment where those PMs and those teams have the skills and the confidence to act in that way. And that's clearly something that, that the PMO also needs to be able to support in, in terms of, of helping that environment to be maintained and, and to grow and enhance just as the leaders and the generals would in, in the Mongolian Empire. Well, that's exactly right. And I think a great deal of it, once you get past the organization and planning, tools really matter. And, of course, that is a natural tie-in to the uh, set of excellent tool providers we have out there in the industry, of course, ServiceNow being one of them. But, you know, the people with better tools have better outcomes. Uh, so if you've got a bow that can shoot 350 yards, that's a par four, versus one that can only shoot 150 yards, you're going to have a lot of options and abilities to outcompete you know, your competition. Uh, likewise, processes matter. Processes that support the work rather than get in the way of the work and more importantly getting in the way of the outcome that truly matters so it's not good enough just to have a good tool you have to have a good tool a good platform that enables you to roll out and substantiate the processes that support the work uh, as as opposed to the other way around and toward that aim you, know, you just can't do that by way of a spreadsheet and a telephone <laughs> You've know, you, you got to have the investments and training and make that a priority, and that creates the environment where you're able to achieve you know, those agile execution um, uh, episodes, whether they're sprints in the case of developing something or whether it's a, a different approach in terms of initiatives out in the business side. So I often see that uh, you know, people often are too quick to jump on the bandwagon of what they think agile is, uh, and, and it's almost like they throw away some foundational building blocks that are truly needed. So, so I think that's one of the key things is that um, you know, agility and business-driven PMOs 
in my opinion, are bedfellows. They're not competitors. It's not one or the other. Uh, it's kind of like what you teed off the podcast with a few moments ago, saying how a business-focused PMO supports agility. And, and I think that's very much what I see. As I look at organizations that are doing extremely well with agility, they have supportive organizations like PMOs that – if not supporting, are driving those efforts toward enterprise agility. Mm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Um, I can't promise you that uh, August the 5th webinar will have uh, Mongol warriors, um, but uh, you, know, you cannot listen to, uh, to Mark Price Perry without learning a huge amount. Um, and this time we've, uh, we've not only learned about uh, uh, enterprise agility and the role of the PMO, but we've learned a little bit about uh, the Mongolian empire as well. Um, Mark, it is always an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, thank you everybody for listening in and please join us again next week for the next episode. And please remember, uh, August the 5th, we have this webinar on uh, on the Business Focus PMO and, and its role in enterprise agility. So uh, take a look at the link in the description and please sign up. And we'd love to see you there and, uh, and get into a little bit more detail on this topic. Thanks, everyone, and have a great week. Music.